hello everyone welcome to the podcast uh on a very sad this is a monday which mondays aren't normally very happy anyway because it's the start of the week after a tough weekend oh did i forget to mention this is high on lafc you know me your host dylan monroy but there's also my friend, my good friend, big LAFC fan, crazy guy, Jorge Martinez. Yo, Martinez. what is going on, everyone? What is going on, bro? I'm sorry if I sound a little bit down in the dumps, because as an LAFC fan, all the hype, all the signings, and we lose to freaking FC Dallas in the last 15 minutes of a game. Man, I don't know. I don't even know how to like begin. Like, <sighs> look, man. Well, there was. I mean, there was definitely some like stuff that went down in this game that it was just like, yo. But like, it's just like, just for beginner, you know, just 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 to start, like, we're. We go on this like amazing run in like the early like early stages. We have a slow start, but we go on this amazing run, and we're just like we're on top of the world, and we're crushing teams left and right. And then we come up to like a local a local easy rival, right? And we fall to them, and it's like all right, it's okay. It was bound to happen. Let's get this out. Let's do. Let's get this out of the way now. Then we go to Austin, you know, after San Jose, and that was never gonna be an easy win. But we just get blown out. And we're just like, okay, well, it can't get worse than that. Then I think we come home, we play Salt Lake, right? And then then we go home, then we go away again to Houston, or maybe backwards. But the point is, we we go to, to Houston, and uh, we go, you know, like, to Houston. Uh, and uh, in Houston... We lose at Houston, which was, I, I think, just as embarrassing as losing in San Jose, if not worse, because they're at the bottom of the league. Yeah. And it, they fired their coach. Yeah, like like a week later. Like a week later, and they beat uh, they beat the first place team. Yeah. And then we come home, and I forgot who we played. Salt Lake. Salt Lake. There we go. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. So it was it was Houston then Salt Lake, and, and then we're good. You know. I think we won. Were we? Were because we? Because it was dude. a two-nil victory. But it it, it wasn't like a convincing two-nil. It wasn't, victory. and I feel like ever since that, like ever since uh, that, like uh, I don't want to say it definitely wasn't the San Jose game that did Bro, it to us, but I it, feel like. Come on, Jorge. You know, it was basically us jinxing LAFC yeah. by going to San Jose. Yeah, man, we ruined it. But it's just like, bro, it's like, all right, we beat. Well, first, man, here's the thing: like, we smashed on Charlotte, which was expected. Then we go to, then we have DC. We barely beat them, and that was like, Bad okay, performance. you know. And then we lose two one to San Jose. Austin smashes us. We come home we're like perfect bounce, or we go to Houston. We're like perfect bounce back game. We got this. We just get made of a mess of, and then we come back. We bounce back from Salt Lake, and then we're like, this is perfect. 2-0. Buanga looked good. You know, like, the team's looking good. We're, like, we're excited. Like, okay, we're back on track. And we go away to another 
to Texas again. And we're here's the thing, man, is we're playing the third place team and we we built up this considerable like gap between us and third place. And yeah, on even paper second place. Yeah, even second place. And on paper you look at the like the the um the standings and you would think that we're miles ahead, but I can tell you that watching that game, like we are not miles ahead. Like it's no. I kind of almost feel like I don't necessarily feel this way, but at the same time, I do. That there's been a little bit too much like tinkering in terms of like we have we have all these new faces, right? But I don't want to blame it on that because when you look at the lineup, it's still like roughly the same lineup. The starting lineup is still roughly the same that it is when we first started the season, with the exception of now, like you know, it's Buanga, Buanga starting or Bale every, or now, Bale and every now and then. Uh, in this case, I think we did have a. Uh, Buanga, yeah, we had a Buanga and Vedla, but if not, that could have been Opoku, which maybe maybe he should have got the start because Opoku, I feel like, definitely deserves to play a little bit more. But we're missing, yeah. And in this game, I don't, we didn't have Kellyn Acosta, and I I know he missed the last game on Yellows on accumulation against Salt Lake, so I get that, but. You know, he doesn't start in this game. I didn't check the availability report, so I'm not sure if he was unavailable. Well, think about it, man. Acosta not being on the team, mm-hmm. he gives a defensive support in the midfield yeah. when we have Blessing, who is just chasing the ball. Well, I feel in the like, midfield. yeah. It's not the same no, sort of presence or, you know. We almost kind of play like with like a double cam, I guess you can say, because Sifu, we know his greatest like attribute is going forward. Is that transition? Is that box to box? He comes back. He comes back. He tracks back. He tracks back, but he doesn't hold. He's not a six, not like Acosta. No. Acosta is a six. Acosta yeah. and Sanchez are. Sanchez specifically is more of a traditional six. Acosta is someone that you know we can push forward and play as an eight if you want. He can play that like sort of box to box, that holding midfield role. But man, like it's just, and then we get. It's just this game too. It, it we start off with a handicap too, because Hollingshead gets a, a red card. Do you think it was a red card? If you're going to call that, a, it, that was definitely a foul, right? Right. It was a goal. He was the last guy. He's through on goal. Mm. Textbook red card, unfortunately. Damn. I I feel okay. like if you're the ref, you could... Because of how early it was in the game, I think he came in like... Uh, I think before the 10th 13th minute. minute. 13th minute, there we go. So because of how early it is in, the, in, in, that, in that game, maybe if you're the ref, you can say... I'm gonna let this slide, but I mean that. Could you imagine it's zero, it's one one, and it's at it's the 89th minute, and they do that. That's a red card. Like that's he's right. through on goal. Like it's it's unfortunate. It might seem harsh, but that's a textbook red. That's like, and and, and you know, looking at the tackle, there's there's no there's no uh, like doubt in my mind that there's no malicious intent there but that there is malicious intent there or that there isn't there's no doubt in my mind that there isn't malicious intent there from holding side like he's he's making a play on the ball but those plays that he made it's just so risky and i always feel like you could go either way on those calls but because it's like technically Ariola kicks him but he puts his foot in front of the ball and he never really makes contact with the ball he just kind of gets in the way he's trying to block the shot but he kind of got in that like in between i've i've made this mistake too as a defender and uh it's like i've i've been outraged too because like i'm just like dude the guy just kicked the hell out of the back of my heel right but i'm the one getting called but it's it's a foul on me I, i committed the foul and unfortunately that was the case here for us 
But here's the thing. It's it happens and it seems like the team that holds its shape, they're doing all well, okay, they're like, okay, we gotta like you gotta have that championship mentality. You know, you can't like let that shit phase you. How many times have we seen a team with like a red card hold their own? It happens. You can you can still go down a man and right. still do it. And it looked like we were holding out. Well, but in that same first half down with ten men, mm-hmm. Chicho Rango gets a sweet pass. Oh my goodness, outside of the boot, like it was just like I can Mondrich-esque just Modric esque. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> Mond- you're you're right, Modric esque Chiellini. Chiellini just like puts him through Mama Mia, you know, like <laughs> oh man, stop some mozzarella on there and shit man, and you got yourself the Colombian a margarita put it pizza. Away with a little uh, a little like chip, chip he just yeah. like troop. wow what and, and then, dude, we talk about Chicho all uh, the time. Yeah, he's props to him. The There's, consistent goal scorer, mm-hmm. our most consistent player is Chicho. Look, there's a saying, and I'm gonna correct the saying, that in life, there's only two guarantees: death and taxes. That's not true. There's three: death, taxes, and Chicho scoring. Boom. That is fact because Chicho mm-hmm. does score. He is our most consistent player, and he's, he's kept him, kept us in games, mm-hmm. man. Saved us, and if it weren't for if it weren't for Chicho, I, dude, even last oh season, I think it was against Houston. Remember, we were watching a Houston game at your house, mm-hmm. and we we're there was like twenty minutes left. And I think we you needed help grabbing something from the car, and you're like, uh, let's oh, just right. go grab it, like yeah, since yeah. there's not much going on right now, let's just go grab it real quick, and we'll come back and watch the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And in those like five minutes that we step out to do to grab that, the you know move that stuff, he scored like two goals, and that was like you know we're fighting for playoffs. Unfortunately, we didn't make it, but he was, mm-hmm. I remember he was like our driving force towards like, hey, we might actually have a chance for playoffs. Here we are, again. You know, this he's now it's gonna be. It isn't it crazy that he hasn't even played a full season with us yet, dude. And that <laughs> is crazy because it just seems like he's our guy. He's like, our dude, man. Like, I know Carlos Vela is the face of LAFC. He's and, the marquee player, right. you know, the like the franchise player. The here. franchise player, and then you know now you got Kellini, you got Bale, but Chicho Arango is probably. Probably our most important player. Definitely, on the man. Field. I I agree 100. And I'm so glad that we didn't go out and get a traditional number nine in a sense, like the way that Thornton was like kind of making it out to be. Yeah. Like Buanga makes perfect sense because he's. I think what we saw from him is like on the wing. I I, I feel like if anything, he's just like if Chicho's hurt, mm-hmm. we're just gonna put Buanga in as a striker because we don't really have any other uh, right. nines. We we don't because now we have Theo Theo who can play on the wing and we have Opoku as well as the as well as Vela and Bale and we've seen who was it Vela at, at the center forward position no we haven't huh we or haven't I think and I hope we don't honestly dude it's yeah not his best position no but yeah you know it, it's 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 really not and then so Chicho just been holding it down and really making a name for himself I wonder what this means for him for for the future but you know he's also 27 so he's not necessarily young he's in his prime but hey I mean like he could, you know, I don't want him to leave. Let's not, I'll put that out there right now. I don't want him to go. Cause Stop I, making things <laughs> sound like that. But he's he's great. And then Buanga had an opportunity, a really good ball. I forgot who played it on through to him. But he cuts it back, and he just showed, to me, that just shows a, um, a sort of, like, soccer IQ. 
that and I'm not saying any, no one in the MLS plays like that or thinks that way but there's just certain things and I remember because like and I'm sure you've experienced this too like when I've played against players at a you know, I've had the I've had an opportunity to play against all levels like of competition. I've played against people that I've played in college. I've played against you know former pros from time, like a couple times here and there. And there's just something about how quickly they think and see things that that most people just can't. And I feel like Blanca showed that. It's like they're you're like you're like oh I'm gonna make a tackle on the ball because the like the, I have an opportunity right me as a defender. I'm, let's just say I'm defending this former pro. Well before I like I'm. Like, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to make a tackle on the ball. That guy's already thought two steps ahead of me, and he's... It, before I can even, like, start to make a play on the ball, like, he's already gone. Like, there's mm. just there's just something about, like, the way, like, you know, like, there's just, like, their brain, like, and, like, their fast twitch muscles. Like, everything's just, like, boom, 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 boom. Like, just, you know, like, A-type personality and shit. <laughs> well, Luanga's athleticism, to me, is, like, kind of, like... Mm-hmm what mm-hmm. stands out the most yeah and his physique and like how he's good on the ball mm-hmm. he is fast I think he could be utilized like through the middle well that uh, that ball you know, almost like an a Boeing yeah I think so you know what I'm saying yeah I agree cause that that ball he looked really good on that one he like they play him through he has an angle he cuts the ball or he stops the ball and kind of like cuts it back the, the defender just keeps sliding till tomorrow he just right. keeps going, right? Keeper's like, oh, shit. And he immediately he immediately sets himself up on his left, and he hits it. He rips it. He takes a good shot. But the keeper was in a very good position because he was off his line. So he didn't have to jump, like, make dive very far to make the save, unfortunately. And it, it worked out nicely for them. <laughs> so he makes right. a great save, and then it ends up at Sifu's foot, and Sifu just, like, hits it. Just I feel like he was just, like, hitting, like, he just ripped it. Better. Yeah, I think in the situation, I think he, want, he saw the bodies, and he's like, I need to hit this, you know, as hard as I can to just make sure it gets through all the people in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoulda, coulda, woulda, it's easy for me to say, oh, yeah, he should've, you know, hit it with finesse, you know, but if he hit, if, he, if it, it went in, I wouldn't have said that, right? right. So I can't, I can't hear, I can't stand here and judge him for that. But it goes off. It, he misses, and I, if you see the replay, you even see the Dallas defender just go, like, yes. Like, yeah, so excited. Because at that moment, it was still 1-0. It was still 1-0. And then... They had a way in still. They had a smart play. Well, you say, you know, I think it was a smart play. It was a smart play. I, it's, it's you know... the ball very quickly mm-hmm. on a free kick. Dude, yeah. it's just like... And then it's Jesus Ferreira, your boy. Again, dude. But, it well, he he put the ball through for Ariola, So he, sure. he plays it and he lays it off for Ariola, I think. But it's... Oh, was that the case? No. I think you're no, right. No, because Ferreira, oh, Ferreira, Ferreira scored it. He scored both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ariola played it to him quickly. You're yeah. right. I, got it. I was thinking about the goal that Ariola scored that was offsides. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, Paul Ariola plays Ferreira through, and, I mean, it's easy pickings for him. But, like, in that case, like, I don't even know if I can say that LAFC was necessarily sleeping. Like, I don't know if I necessarily blame them because it just happened so fast but that's definitely why you always have to keep sight of the ball and someone like you know Franco Escobar when you think about it really in that case and I know he at that point he was heated so I get that you're not thinking clearly but I'm thinking to myself he's a right back I would assume based off where the play was coming from since it was coming off of his side that maybe he would be the one to go on the wall but he's walking away you know Mario's kind of like trying to pull him away like it's okay like let's reset and whatnot but I mean there's no wall, right? So Ariola doesn't have to ask for the wall. 
So what does that mean? There's no whistle. Yep. He can play the ball as soon as he doesn't have to play the whistle. He can. He's free. The foul's been played, uh, called. He's free to just play a quick restart. Like, you don't gotta mm-hmm. wait for the whistle because you're not asking for the wall. Trent Arnold esque. Trent Arnold esque. And there's not much we can say. There's nothing we can complain about. Like it was just. That's just this high soccer IQ play. That was really smart. They were fortunate. FC Dallas was fortunate to have the pieces of the puzzle right in the correct places at that time when they had that free kick. So it's just disappointing, bro, because I, like for a championship like sort of team that we're we're hyping up and we've been like you know talking about all season long. Like here we are towards the end, and like now the small stuff that we've been kind of like coming over. You know, it's it's starting to show. Like, you know, you can only, you know, like, put caulk or drywall on the wall so many times before that crack is, like, too big for you to just DIY. Yeah, it's disappointing because, I mean, uh, at this point, I believe Chiellini was still in the field, right? I think so. Oh. Yeah, he, he Chiellini was still on the field when this goal happened, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just feel like there should be better leadership. Oh, no, no, no. He was off the field. Wilson. Or, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He. I just feel like there's better leadership that needs to be done there in the mm-hmm. defense, and um, you know they were sleeping. And, oh, and I was, as a championship team, that's not the way it should be. No, and it's not. Ex- it's not excusable, bro. Because it's just like, like we've been. All right. Uh, what did we say last year was our our caveat? Oh, we just don't have a secure back line. We bring in Franco Escobar. We bring in Fra- Franco Escobar was supposed to be like our, our, a good, really good uh, right back. Right. And not saying that he hasn't been good, but you know, Holdings had ended up I mean, outside from this red card that royally you know right. fucked us. <laughs> uh, Franco Escobar hasn't been bad while he's playing. It's just now justifying his wages and, you know, how good Holingshead is on his wages compared to Escobar. And that's when you got to, like, start thinking about that. But our back line, I wouldn't say it's bad. Like, we reinforced it. We got Chiellini. Like, you know, Pal- Palacios just every game looks to be getting better and better. Roberto Carlos? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, you're right. I, I call him uh, the wrong name. Mr. Roberto Carlos yeah, over here. <laughs> Carlos. So, you know, it's like... What the fuck? <laughs> we answered, I think, probably our biggest our biggest problem, which was the the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper position, we didn't have that before. It's, you know, it... But it wasn't like, enough, Jorge. It wasn't enough, on bro. goal on the free kick uh, that only three minutes later, Jesus uh, Ferreira gets outside again. of the right side of the box. Ferreira places it. Right past Buanga at the wall, mm-hmm. and right past Crapo, who is looking at it. He's he, looking at it. He's, he's looking, looking right at it. At it. I want. You know what? I want. I want to talk to Jesus Ferreira. I want to know exactly what went through his mind, like, because that that you see that ball. That ball's going in, right? That's a ball mm-hmm. like to play in. You chip it in back post, send it in. It's a really good. That's a good position to put in a free kick, right? Right. But, like, the angle that he must have had must have been so tight. And he just said, yeah, fuck it, I'll have a go. But this is this is the problem when you come up against... And this is something I, I mentioned in the comments on Instagram. I was like, damn, that guy, Jesus Ferreira, scares yeah. me. And I guess I jinxed it. <laughs> you did, dude. You did it again. <laughs> but... <laughs> nah, I also fuck. was worried about him. As a he's big... A- you know, as you just... MNT supporters, mm-hmm. he's most likely going to be the starter most for, the, likely. for the World I Cup. Most likely, I think so. And he's showing uh, good team. form. 
and he's in good form. So mm-hmm. I I thought he was gonna be a tough uh, tough mm-hmm. defend. I think he he had a decent game against last time out uh, when we when he played us at home. Right. Uh, I remember watching him and like telling my wife all about him. Like, oh, that guy's really good. He plays for the men's national team, so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool to see him here. But I remember like or I could, that goal that he takes right. Mm-hmm. You don't take those kind of free kick goals or those kind of... You don't go for that if you're not in good form. But if you're on top of the world, like, everything's going going in. Like, you, you like think about, you know, the goals, for example, that Benzema scored the second half of last season that helped really, really like, helped elevate. But not that they weren't already doing, like, decent, but second half of last season, Benzema was a man on fire. And he was scoring goals left and right. He was scoring shit that we were just like how but it's because mm. it's confidence com- it's the confidence when yeah. you're confident you try stuff and and you're confident to do it most likely you will do it correctly because you have that faith and belief in yourself so right now Ferreira is a man that is just a hundred like his confidence is through the roof you know like this is like I, I think with that goal he broke the record uh, for uh, he tied the retired club, the, the club record, record for, FC, for Dallas. FC Dallas and there's what still the four games to go and I mean this is like it, this is insane. Like he, you know, for him this is a dream come true. He's a homegrown talent, you know, from academy to becoming a DP, and right. that, and now earning a spot with the national team. I can only imagine what could happen going forward. But like this, my whole gripe. I shouldn't be. I'm not trying to. <laughs> we're hyping <laughs> we're up. Too much. But, okay, back to like, the point is the point. is we should have, you know, like known that going in like Trundolo or like the defenders should have been like don't he's not just another number nine you know he's not just another striker center forward you know same thing with like with uh with Austin you know when we, their, their players are in form as well I think he was more Iruti or something like that but Drusi even got a goal but like yeah. you know like with those players when they're in like Chicho too Mm-hmm. The goal he scored, beautiful. Remember the goal he had against Houston? Also, be- really like a quick reaction. That one that we're just like, oh, sh- oh shit, he got that real quick. You know, yeah. a little scissor kick. Those are the things you do when you're in form. You have that confidence. You just know you play your game. You know, but like, so the the, the way that people defend against us, you know, Chicho, because they know who he is and what he's doing, that's how we should have gone out towards, you know, um, Ferreira. And I'm wondering too if the fact that they were in third place and points wise like you know there was a bit of a gap between us and them if that kind of like gave LAFC sort of like a sense of false like belief well let's get into that man because it's because of this loss it's scary that bro. Philadelphia is now ahead no on the in, in points for the supporter shield and that's not good man because uh, they're three points ahead granted LAFC seems to game have a game hand. in hand but that doesn't matter because no, these dude. are the games that we can't be losing. No, we if we're can't. trying to get this supporter shield. Exactly. I and remember home field advantage. Exactly. You know, I remember them talking about uh, uh, on ESPN FC last season about how Tottenham was had a few games in hand, right? And they're like, oh, but if Tottenham plays those games in hand and win, you know, then they can be in like fourth place. And I remember the guys in the show were like. I don't give a rat's ass. You know, I think it was like Stevie Nichols or Craig Burley, one of those guys. You know how mm-hmm. they get. But they were just like, I don't care about games in hand. The point is that they haven't won the games that they've played, right? So right. you can have the games in hand and all this and that, but it's about the games that you have played. And that's exactly the situation right now. It's true we have that it can be a saving grace, 
but what if we didn't like we're we're just like oh you know like, it's okay it's, it's not okay we can't we have to go out there winning as if we don't have that game in hand like well, in our well back at this pocket. point we can't lose no. the remaining games and if we expect to have home field advantage and the supporter shield yeah so now they're three points ahead of us and bro here's the thing too if this comes down to goal difference it's not happening Oh, they don't do goal difference. They do something else, do they? No, I think this would come down. I think to it's goal. based off matchups, maybe. I don't know. I remember uh, the in football Americas, they were talking something about that. Like it's some sort of like it's based off. It's not. I just know it's not goal difference. Well, it might we'll be get based there off matches. to when we get there because we shouldn't even be in that position. No, we shouldn't. We've put we've basically shot ourselves in the foot Four with some pretty of, bad yeah. losses in the past few weeks, <laughs> and Jorge. We got mm-hmm. Minnesota on Tuesday mm-hmm. away from home. Yeah, tomorrow, actually. T- tomorrow. and Away from home. Minnesota mm-hmm. is no slouch. They're a playoff team. They're in sixth mm-hmm. position. At this point, bro, I, I'm like, I can't I can't judge any other team because we lost to Houston and San Jose. We can't. Exactly. So, we the can't be saying. The arrogance that LAFC once or maybe thought that they had with uh, bringing in Bale... Uh, Killini, all these guys. It's, dude, it's like that should go away because it's not helping them. No, it's like since every then. team wants their number. They want to mm-hmm. beat those guys. Hell yeah, and they're they're doing it, bro. I mean, like, <laughs> well, look, I, I don't know what to say. Like, it's look, you know, there is some good sort of fortune. Minnesota United is also in a bit of a slump. Um, with three straight losses in the past few weeks as well, so mm-hmm. so this is another opportunity for us to bounce back. I can't. I feel like I've lost count how many times I've said that already. And there, exactly, there is a chance, and you know, look, let's say we win this game, okay? Then that's good because then we are on level points with Philadelphia Union. We still mm-hmm. got that game. Uh, we'll just be level on points, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, with Philadelphia Union. And then at that point, we're going to have three games left. Houston Dynamo at home. You know, they're terrible. I'd like to think at home, we get that victory. I'd like to think so, too. (laughs) Portland away the following week. Portland's a playoff team. Portland's a playoff team. And that's a tough place to play. It's a tough place to play. And Portland, I feel like Portland's one of those teams that they're just kind of like... They're a little inconsistent, but... In the big games, they wake up. The big games, they wake up. And this is... You know, here they are waking up. It's the end of the season. Every every game matters at this point, right? Because everyone's fighting for those spots. And then, ultimately, after the Portland game, the last game is Nashville, which... I mean, Nashville also is a playoff team. So, these are tough games They're not going to be easy. None None of these games are easy. And, you know... I think it's time we addressed something that you and I and many of us mm-hmm. going into the season, I think we talked about this on the podcast previously, uh-huh. at least at the very beginning. Chirundolo. Steve uh-huh. Chirundolo. Not the most experienced guy mm-hmm. around the world. Not the biggest resume. And it's looking like all these additions that have come into LAFC are kind of messing up his vibe, his mm-hmm. chemistry, the whole structure that he mm-hmm. set up at LAFC because I, now he's trying to like 
fit them in, but you can't fit them in if the team if it was about more like morale and like like you know getting the best out of the player because I don't see Chirundolo as like a tactician yeah. per se because this is a Bob Bradley blueprint of the four three three in my opinion mm-hmm. similar style it's similar style I mean it's everything the same it's kind of with the players you have that's really the only way you can play right um, you know with Vela uh, it's with Vela we have to play with something with with uh with wingers so automatically four three three is like the best the best uh formation just whatever variation we want to go with you know how you want to line up the midfield and how how much you want to push up the outside backs but yeah it's i don't know i I feel you know in the beginning we all had our doubts but we got behind him because that was who was in charge and i'm still behind him now but i'm wondering if if this, this his lack of experience is not coming in here uh, and you know it's like everything's working great right but it's like oh my goodness it's working well like I have to switch it up because I don't want I don't want this to get stale right mm-hmm. and in switching it up you know you 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 mess everything up that happens before we've seen that before in, in other situations and stuff too but now this also like begs the question this just kind of popped in my head the main transfer window is the summer transfer window which is also right in the middle of our season Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like one thing that's like, yeah, it sucks and everything, but can, let's think about this for a second. Championship winning teams uh, in Europe, usually they, even when they win, they, they still bring in like two, three new players, right? You know, like look mm-hmm. at City, for example, uh, they just won the league and they brought in Calvin Phillips, Julian Alvarez and, er, and uh, Erling Holland. Julian Alvarez, I think they signed in the, in the winter, right? Yeah. But they signed those two guys. Do they sign anyone else? They had a quiet transfer window, but they didn't need many more additions to their team. Uh, but the thing is, they signed these players, and you know, in, in situations, maybe that's not the best example, but it's just the one off the top of my head. But they do that, right, to like freshen the squad. So the thing is, you have to have players come in every season. You can't say stale. You have to, right? You win it. You want it. You win a, a championship, and you have to. Like, uh, once you win the championship, you bring in new players, freshen up the squad. The problem is, we freshen up the squad in the middle of the season. And that right. just, like, and that's right. that's an MLS thing. And that's for everyone. But, like, it's really, this it's clearly uh, affecting us. It, it's cl- clearly affecting us because we're bringing in players of the same positions. Mm-hmm trying to play roles of big players like Gareth Bale coming in in July when he started playing you know he's had a lot of time yeah and And at this point like bro going into this everyone everyone and their grandmother said Gareth Bale is going to take over the MLS it's going to be easy Mm -hmm. And it has been nothing but... And I know Gareth Bale hasn't started a lot of games, but even when he's in those games, how much impact does he actually give? Like, I don't think we've won a consistent basis. Yeah, like, I mean... (sighs) I think it's time we address Gareth Bale because we have... Tomorrow, or Tuesday, we play Minnesota. Mm -hmm. After that, we have three games before the playoffs where this guy is supposedly here to deliver us the MLS Cup. That's what he was brought here for. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Jorge? Look, there's no doubt in Gareth Bale's quality, right? We've seen it 
it before in the games that he scored, in the goals that he scored for us. He had that like mark, that that Copa del Rey esque goal where you know like he he did that like you know he reenacted that almost he almost reenacted that Mark Bartra Bartra run. But we've just seen flashes, right? Like it's not. Aside from that, it it it's I wouldn't say that Gareth Bale has necessarily won us a game. He hasn't been the X factor. I mean, except in that game, and I don't think that was the only goal scored, if I'm not mistaken. He scored one other goal, I believe. Yeah. Maybe. But in that game, he that wasn't like oh, the game right, right, right. I don't think he's like we've won a, goal, a game based off of just his goal and his goal alone. Because with, on top of that, he hasn't. He doesn't have. And I get that he doesn't have as much minutes as others to make impactful moments. But he's he'd get, Exactly. You're right. You're 100 percent right. And should that not be what an X factor is off the bench? It doesn't matter who you are or what. what minute you come off you should be able to come off and make an impact and we're not necessarily seeing it I mean this last game it's hard again we're handicapped we're you know down to 10 men that always complicates things but at the same time it's like we do this to ourselves we didn't just all of a sudden like you know what like it wasn't like oh you guys are playing with 10 men today oh okay you know it's like we got in that situation and you know the team has to as a whole come out of it but like you said like Gareth Bale I I just I, I don't know man like Obviously, I think he's still good, you know? Oh, no, of course. Look, I want Gareth Bale to just randomly turn it on, like, be beast mode in the playoffs and win us the MLS Cup. Uh I just haven't seen it, and I'm worried. But, thankfully, LAFC's done a good job Mm -hmm. of bringing Buonga, who I think is going to provide something moving forward. I think so, too. And a player that I love that they brought in. A con- the consummate professional mm-hmm. of Europe, Christian Deo. Dude, I like. Man, yes. To me, I think he's gonna slot in perfectly. Hey, what do you need me to do? What job do you need me to do? And he's just gonna do it because he's he's done that mm-hmm. his entire career. I agree with you. Like, I just think he's just whatever you ask of Deo. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he's gonna give that to you. He's that kind of player, and I think. He- and I, I think he is would be best mm-hmm. played opposite Carlos Vela, because he's a little bit more of a harder working. I think so. Yeah, I think like that'd be Opoku, great. But yeah. just more refined. It just sucks because like Opoku deserves minutes too, but I mean like, yeah, I agree with you. Christian Teo is like, I, I think that's the kind of player that that's definitely the new model, right? In terms of like players that uh, MLS wants to kind of attract and bring towards the league. It's players like Christian Theo still in their prime, uh, mm-hmm. coming from Europe, you know, just like Dennis Bonga as well. Like that's, that's a perfect example of like what, what, the, what helps elevate the league. Like he's, he's a, like you said, he's a model professional, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's got a, an amazing resume as well. So it's, I'm really excited for him and I feel like he's, it's the him the thing with like players with like Dennis and Christian Thale, it's like they in a way they're not at the same level I guess you can say in caliber and it seems disrespectful but it's kind of the truth as Bale and Keelini in terms of where their career their right. careers reach right mm-hmm. but they're flying under the radar in terms of making that transfer here right it's just like oh no one knew who Dennis Bongo was we didn't either we know who Christian Theo is the average player the average soccer fan or MLS fan might not know who Christian Theo is but Christian Theo is like hey it's like hey that's like a like wow that's like you know like 
five years from now, ten years from now, or I don't know, I don't want to say that long, but whenever, you know, it's like getting Hector Bayer in, in here, it's like, oh, wow. I mean, he's had the same almost career path, similar. Similar. Similar career, just a little backwards, but but that's, you know, I, I think, you know, those are the kind of, like, players, like, that, that have, that play their, oh, you know what? I, I, this is the perfect example. I feel like Christian Thale can be our Bernadeschi. I, I agree. Because Bernadeschi... In, in a certain way, because I, I think mm-hmm. Bernadeschi is more explosive. He's yeah, what Bawanga he might be. Yes, yes. But, right. um, but he, I feel that Christian Thale can have the impact. The, imp- that, the impact. Yeah. impact. But yeah, you're you're 100% correct. I think Dennis Bawanga and, Christ- and uh, Bernadeschi, the way they play, yes. Yeah, Similar in terms of... more of Bawanga. Yeah. Just kind of tear it up. But look, Jorge... We got to ask because if you might listen to this podcast after this. We've asked if we win against Minnesota, but for it, the unimaginable. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I if we lose to Minnesota away from home again, we lose that game in hand. Hello, We're now three points behind Philadelphia. Friend. And three games left. What do you think, man? And three tough games. Look, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. Like... I'm nervous. I don't care that it's Minnesota. Like, I'm nervous because mm-hmm. we've got I a lot do. on the line. Look, we know we're going to playoffs, and I don't know if that's kind of put something in the players' heads. Like, oh, okay, okay. But, I mean, I, I so desperately wanted this to be a supporter shield run and a cup run. But the, for the supporter shield run, it's not so much a supporter shield, but just the benefits. Like, we have the opportunity to get – we already got the, the – the home field advantage first game, right? But we can get that by automatically put us into the second second round, which would be amazing. And then on top of that, we have the opportunity. Then all our all from there, all our games are home. We could play the final at the bank, man. The final at the bank. Why is this not prioritized? Because Gareth Bale, who is mm-hmm. pampered professional from Real Madrid, doesn't that guy want to be at home to play a final? Dude, on, could man. you imagine you play the final the next day? You're up at 6 a.m. for tea time. You know, for 6 a.m. tea time. He doesn't even have to fly back. He just wakes up and it's like, all right, boys, I just won a championship. I'm going to go play some golf. To me, the unimaginable would be Minnesota to win the game, LAFC to lose, continue this bad streak, and then we're going to welcome Houston at home and... We already lost to them away from home. So they got that, like, mental... They got the mental edge, and there's pressure for LAFC. There's pressure, and you know what Houston doesn't have? Pressure. They have no pressure. They have no pressure. They're not, they're not playing for anything. Houston, please. This could be a very interesting mm-hmm. couple weeks uh, going into the playoffs. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, LAFC kind of a bit of a roller coaster but we're hoping that Tuesday yeah. goes our way there's no honestly and, and and it should go our way I don't see a reason why it shouldn't but I mean this game well this is this was always going to be a tough game because it's against Dallas an informed Dallas with informed players with good players we should add they have more than one national team player on that team so that speaks to the you know the caliber of the team that they mm-hmm. have there so it's they got a decent team and I, I don't know if there's just I, I feel like I don't want to just chalk it up but at the same time red card changes everything but now we're coming back home against Minnesota we need another statement win we Whoa, s- we're, we're away oh I'm sorry you're right we're, we're away to make things matters worse and uh, you know this that game against Salt Lake like we said it was a good win we won 2-0 but como que faltaba algo más like there was there is something there's something missing right so it's just like I'm wondering you know we don't I think 
this this game is gonna have to set the tone. If this last, unless the last game already did, yeah. unless the Dallas game already set the tone, but we have to set the tone with this game, and we have to continue, and we have to just steamroll, and then to top it off, bro, our last game is not gonna be easy. Nashville is our last not. two games, Portland and Nashville, are gonna be difficult. Nashville and not in the last game. Of They're season, all gonna be complicated, bro. Know, this the prodigal be, son returns. Yeah, this could be a terrible couple weeks it could be yeah look all i'm saying it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough few weeks like i'm gonna be sad following along and and stuff well i don't want to be sad but like it's gonna be i'm nervous bro i'm a little nervous to be perfectly honest i'm nervous because yeah dude it's just i feel like we're starting to see some of the inconsistencies that we've seen in seasons before or it was just like i to me mm -hmm. i think it's just all about effort and then other teams are just giving so much more because they wanna, they wanna beat Bale, they wanna yeah. beat Bella, Dude, they wanna of beat course. You, Buanga, it, they wanna beat yeah. Chiellini. Like the way I see it, if I'm if I'm playing for Dallas and maybe I'm not at that level, but let's say I'm I'm far from, right? Who mm -hmm. just played for us last season? I'm thinking this is my old team. I wasn't good enough for them, you know. But now we're making a run. Oh, who they got? Bale. Nah, I'm gonna show all like you know all these players i'm gonna show them why i should have been there i should have been the one getting the the raise you know making those wages because these players are coming in and i know they're you know they're coming in like they came in on like tan or gam or whatever but they're still getting paid relatively good wages right mm -hmm. and that's the thing it's like if i i see this not even uh, far from any other player on dallas and i'm looking at them and i'm thinking this is my opportunity to show the world what I can do against Gareth Bale. Like yeah. Stan Spong, like you said. Every you moment, know, like, every every game against these guys becomes like a showcase. Exactly, and, exactly. And that's the that's the target that LAC has on put back. on their back. Right. We've always had it with Vela. Vela, for how many years, has been the best player in the season. Honestly, even when he's hurt, he's been the best player in the league. Exactly. Now we have even more star power so it's a big deal um lafc are gonna are caught in a tough spot but we're positive man yeah i'm nervous but it's we gotta keep positive and look we can't forget everything that lafc was able to do beforehand the, the amazing run that we went on beforehand and the you know the goals that came the plays that came it, it's just kind of you know getting out of our, our head and just remembering who we are we really have to we have to take a one out of Madrid's book and embody the championship DNA. But we need to win first. And, and it's like, we got to get that first championship. But that's the thing, bro. And we're going into playoffs. And knockout round is a completely different like animal. Like, you have to think, like, it's... Bob Bradley said it best. Or not Bob Bradley, sorry. Greg Peralter said it best. When you go to the World Cup, you play two tournaments. Group stage and knockouts. He's like, priority number one, get out of the group stage. After that, anything happens. It's a different mm -hmm. tournament. And knockout, knockout football, anything flies. We could very well go up against the lowest seed and lose. We've lost to San Jose and Houston. That's that's the beauty of the MLS yes. playoffs in the U.S. Um, See, this is why if we had the European model... It wouldn't be as exciting. No, but it would be... It would no right now well, we'd be shitting be. bricks because we'd be we'd be because that's the supporter be, shield yeah, yeah exactly. we would still be in like the same sort of position kind of like oh shit but look looking forward to tomorrow I, I really hope that LAFC can you know turn things around there's no doubt in my mind that we have the caliber and the potential to do so it's just kind of 
really getting that champion's mindset. And this is where Kaylini and Bill, you would think, uh, and I really, really don't know what goes on in the locker rooms and how they're getting on with the players. We do know a little bit more about Kaylini because I feel like he's been more outspoken in social media or in like LAFC socials compared yeah. to, get, to Bill. So we see a lot more of Kaylini. They kind of put him out there, it seems. And we see that he has that like influence and role on the players, like kind well, of like he needs to get on top of it because yeah. it hasn't been good lately. Well, you know, here's the thing. I'm about to say something kind of mean. He's never won a Champions League. Ooh. Just I just you know it's kind of it's wow, the truth. You think rude. about it. He did win the Euros though, so yeah. <laughs> just as good. Yeah, no, but you know that doesn't matter. Like he's been in tournaments, he's won them. Same as Bell, he's been in group stages, he's been in knockouts. He knows, he knows, he knows the drill. He qualified for the World Cup of Wales, you know, for the first time in all of our lifetimes. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, don't remember the exact years, but we. This is where we really need those players that have been through these, you know, these cup games, these uh, all these sort of like um, tournaments. You know, this is where you like, hey, like. We need that championship DNA, that that championship mentality. So hopefully they can, you know, come through and, and show the young guns, like teach them that role because it's it's going to be rough. Uh, there's a few more games left before the playoffs. We're expecting MLS Cup, and we'll see what happens after Minnesota. And to me, well, that wraps it up for me, bro. What do you have? It's about um, it. I mean. Probably could keep going. <laughs> nah, nah, dude, it, that, that's about it. You know, we're looking forward to tomorrow. Taco Tuesday. Super important. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we hope you have a special Taco Tuesday and we win the yeah. game. So Hell yeah. We'll talk to you guys probably in a couple weeks because That's Jorge Martinez true. here is leaving off to Europe. Euro trip 23. So, yeah, it's going to be a minute. Yeah, but I'll have to watch the game. Soon. I'll have to be watching. Oh, look, you know what? This is the silver lining, bro. Originally, I was supposed to go to the Chelsea-Liverpool game, which, if you guys have been following current news, current events, the Queen of England has passed away and now ruined my trip. <laughs> Basically. I, the game, I mean, my respects, you know, condolences and everything. Right. To the rich that don't care about us. Anyways, moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. dude, so that's, that's a bummer. But, hey, maybe I can find a... A pub and watch LESC now because they were gonna play. It was the same day, so maybe I can like look into that, see if I can find something you going have on. To now. I got you wear to wear the kit and take a picture uh, in front of the kit. Yeah, you gotta start chants and shit. Um, well, LA. Jorge will be taking pictures. We will post them. Gotcha. And uh, well, we will catch you guys in a couple weeks. Yeah. Hopefully, we are on top. Hopefully, yeah. Stay safe, everyone. Later, guys. Later.